Coming up on this week's episode, we review last week's Premier League action, plus a look into the new season, a review of how our clubs should shape up next season. Liam's got a quiz, and there's a Who Am I? So let's get started. Hello and welcome to the last in the series of View from the Sutherland podcast. It's Chris here and Liam's here. Hello, Liam. Hi, Chris. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Nice. I guess you're still uh, smiling like a Cheshire cat over there. Oh, oh, mate, I am delighted. We've had two very, very different seasons. I think you can wait for it to finish. Mm. And um, yeah, long may it continue for the Villa, I'm afraid. I mean, I've got to hand it to Emery. Certainly, I mean, you you could, you you don't you can't even say that he really built a team, did he? Because you didn't really no. sign anyone of huge, you know, in in January. I mean, he just built with what he had, and what he had apparently could get you second in the league next year, yeah. <laughs> based on yeah. form. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, very very pleased. And to be, I mean, I think we said it earlier in the season that. When Gerard got sacked, you sort of asked where we expected to be as Villa fans. And I said, yeah. you know, we were looking at Brighton and Brentford. We weren't expecting to get, you know, top four or anything like that. But we're looking at teams that were doing really well and thinking, why couldn't that be us? And it turned out it could. Who yeah. thought? And it could, have gone, it could have gone one or two ways, really. It could have just continued getting worse. Or he could have come in and uh, made it better, which... Yeah, which he did. So, yeah, you know, fair play to him. And you know, you got, I guess, for Villa fans, it's quite exciting, isn't it? Next season, um, yeah, very exciting. There was a, a big celebration in Birmingham that we've got back into Europe for the first time in, I think, about fifteen years, something like that, nearly fifteen years. So, yeah, fans very excited. Obviously, looking forward to it, but a lot of work to do over the summer now. I think just hope it hasn't come unexpectedly, and we can't prepare. But we'll go through that a little bit later on. A little bit of a hint yeah. coming up. My, <laughs> my weeknights will now be spent watching soaps. So, yeah, um, yeah. Um, yeah. As, I, as I have nothing to watch on a, on a weeknight anymore. I, I tell yeah. you what, I bet Chuck Wamaker's feeling bad now, isn't he? I mean, he left Villa to further his career and potentially play European football, and look what's happened. We'll oh. see. We'll see. I, I'm still, I'm still hopeful, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Okay, um, so obviously um, it's been a week since the the um, season finished, um, and uh, we'll we'll quickly go over um, obviously the two teams that secured um, the third and fourth place, um, which I I don't think we actually disagreed on. Obviously, really, when we spoke a couple of weeks ago, um, we thought that Newcastle would probably only need one more win, which they got, and um, and for Man United, I mean, they stuffed Chelsea for now, and that was that was it really. So, um, you know, for them, obviously for Newcastle, you know, I guess are oh, the surprise package in that top four. Um, Liverpool, you know, they 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 didn't they had a good start to the season, and the middle part of the season was where they let themselves down, and they just never recovered. I think they they. They ended up winning like nine or ten games in a row, didn't they? And it still didn't turn out enough for them. So 
Um, but too big a gap, didn't they? I think. Yeah, and I think from a high, but left too big a gap. I think for for Newcastle, I think it's huge for them. Um, I think it, they would have even been happy with getting the Europa League. To be fair, at the start of the season, but to get the Champions League for them, that's that's massive. Um, and I think what was it? They were last in the Champions League in two thousand and one, two thousand two, something like that. So. Huge for them, um, and, and obviously May United getting the, the, the fourth place. So, Champions League next year will be obviously City, Arsenal, Newcastle, and and, and Man United. Um, and you know, for, for Newcastle again, they, you know, they spent quite a bit of money, but you wouldn't say they spent a huge portion on, on sort of one player. They sort of. Built a built a squad that was quite evenly matched throughout all the positions, and I think that's that's probably what's helped them as well. Um, and Eddie Howe's done, you know, a brilliant job. Um, yeah, I, they they should be really pleased. I think, you know, we we have seen this kind of thing happen before, where a lot of money's been put into a club, and I'm taking Man City as the probably the biggest example of that happening. Even, yeah. Them, it took them quite a few years to work up towards Champions League football. So for Newcastle to have done it so quickly obviously gives them a great platform. It's a good selling point for the club. It's going to attract players that, you know, I know that money will attract players anyway, wherever they finish in the league. But to have Champions League football to back that up will just mean there's a different calibre of players that they can buy in summer. So looking very, very good for them. And, and to be honest, United as well, They've had a good season. I know they've been a little bit inconsistent, but it's the best season they've had for quite a while. I think the fans are still relatively behind Ten Hag. And again, with Champions League football, they'll be able to attract better players in summer and, and obviously have the, the name of Manchester United. It's yeah, always yeah. a draw again, no matter where they finish. But, but again, to have the competition to back it up. They will be able to spend a little bit bigger in uh summer transfer window. And I I would expect him to spend maybe a bit more smarter than previous managers have done. So I think they could be a bit of a force next season. But yeah, well, I think a good season for Arsenal as well. I know they've obviously lost out on the league, but really, if they'd have said they've come second at the start of the season, I don't think any of us would have believed it. Really, no. Um, they, they've been pretty steady, pretty much throughout the whole season, haven't they? And mm. I mean, they did have quite a big gap at one point, but. You always felt that the the games against Man City were their biggest games, and it was probably the ones where they let themselves down the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and they never really recovered from that. Um, but yeah, obviously they, they would have, they would have you know bitten the hand off to get second place at the start of the season. Um, but I don't think you know they're not as talked about as much as as what Newcastle are purely on the basis that. They they pretty much qualified for the Champions League by about Christmas, so yeah. Um, it was always looking looking that sort of way, and you know what Arteta has done there. He's sort of had three seasons now, and he's sort of you know he's gradually been adding you know players to his squad, which he he trusts because he seems like the sort of manager that if he you know he, he can get the best out of some players, you know. If he trusts them, mm. um, and, he, and he he got rid of the players that he didn't trust, um, like yeah. Bamiyang, I think that was the biggest one for him. Yeah. Um, where 
assumed for some reason Aubameyang didn't sort of respect him or respect what he was doing and and you know whatever and they lent out, obviously loaned some of their other players as well like Lukonga. Um obviously he went out on loan. Um he was you know, he was brought in. Obviously Arteta I think wants him to be part of that team but it felt that he needed a bit more experience so they obviously loaned him out. But yeah, they've had a brilliant season to be fair and you know you if you don't, I don't think they need that much work, Arsenal. Um, again, I think they probably need an out-and-out striker that's going to get them sort of 20, 25 goals. I, don't, I still don't think they've got that. Right. Um, I mean, there's one striker in Harry Kane that they could go for, but I don't think there's any chance of them ever signing him. Um, so, you know, it's, it's just them trying to find... They'll be able to attract bigger players now. Yeah. Um, but I don't think he needs to change. I don't think he needs to drastically change that that squad. I don't think. No, there's I, no need for that. He's he's done very well with with building a squad, like you say. And it yeah. is, I know that there's some players that have come through that are exceptional talents, and I know that it's not that's not all down to him. Like players like Saka are, are generational, so to get him to come through at such a young age and to have such a difference has obviously been a huge help. But he has used his academy it looks like his attention to detail is working in a way that he's looking at the under 23 side or or under 21 side under 18 and seeing what he's got coming through you know he used Nwaneri I think this season yeah yeah pronunciation probably isn't right but you know he's not shied away from from giving those youngsters a chance in, in match day squads, bringing them off the bench, giving them the odd start here and there. And it gives him a good platform for the future to say, if he's, if he trusts them, like you say, <clears throat> then they're ready to go. He doesn't necessarily need to go out and buy someone so soon. No. He will go out and buy a striker. That does need immediately rectifying. Mm. But say, for example, Xhaka is obviously leaving in the summer. You mentioned Lukonga coming back in from loan. He's got players that can hopefully naturally take that step up rather than actually going out and spending a lot of money buying a replacement. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. Saliba is another young player. Obviously, they bought him quite a while ago. He, he got loaned out. He, it didn't look like it was going to work out for him. But then this season, he was a big miss for them when he got injured. So, him coming back in, and again, he's only 21, 22, something like that. Yeah. He will be a big boost for them again next year if he can stay fit. So they're in a good place at the moment. And I, I would expect them to get a bit stronger over summer. Whether they can challenge City again next year, I don't know. But, yeah, it's going to... If they can keep up the, the sort of form that they had at the start of this season, if they can keep that going for a whole season, then obviously they'll be in with a great shout. But you, you can kind of see the mentality. And I, I think when they went into that second game against Man City... No one expected them to win. I certainly didn't. I wasn't surprised by the scoreline or the manner in, in the defeat or anything like that because there's a fear. Even though City were behind, they still had games in hand. It, they looked like there was a fear for all the players that they were still going to come and overtake them. So I think if they can get that mentality out, then they'll be absolutely fine. But it takes a lot to do that. So from top uh, to bottom... Um... 
and obviously as well as Southampton, um, it's it was Leeds and Leicester. Um, I think Leeds probably had more work to do than any of the others on the last day of the season, but yeah, I mean, well, I, I guess for me, from being a huge Leeds fan, I'm, I'm sure that um, you're absolutely gutted um, yeah. that they're going down, and um, I'm sure um, Aston Villa will be making Patrick Bamford their number one signing this season um, to uh, please you. Um, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Couldn't have gone, couldn't have gone much better. No, as well as <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it, 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 very pleasing end to the season, really. Um, I don't like to rub it in when teams get relegated, but Leicester did it when we got relegated. So, so yeah. Um, but no, you like you say Leeds had it all to do on the last day and showed no fight whatsoever. Completely going against what I'd said a couple of weeks previously that they were battling in games and they always seemed to be, you know, at least showing that they cared in games. They just disappeared against Spurs. It was not a great performance, not one that said they had any desire to stay up. So big changes have got to be coming there. Leicester, obviously, the opposite. They did win. They did show fight. And I think they have shown a little bit the last two games of the season. They clung on against Newcastle. A lot of criticism about the side that Dean Smith picks but you've got a point out of it which when you're second or third from bottom and you're playing second or third from top is a good result on any other day so I think it was a bit unfair to yeah. and obviously winning the final game of the season I think it gave them a chance but they are going to have quite a tough job to rebuild for next year Barnes looks like he's on his way out, I can't imagine Madison will stay around Tielemans is going on a free transfer. It's that is, I mean, th- those three alone are big players. So it's pretty much the core of their team, that, in the show, isn't it? It's like yeah. where they were getting. Yeah, and and with, I don't know what the ramifications for them are going to be financially, but obviously Brendan Rodgers openly said that his hands were tied at the start of this season in terms of finances. Mm. You know, he could only buy. Uh, what he sold essentially there was no money in the in the pot and um obviously going down to the championship means less tv revenue so it's going to be interesting to see whether the the money that they get for barnes and madison telemans going on a free uh be interesting to see whether they can reinvest that or whether that is going to sort of make up for the loss in tv rights and it's going to go back to the owners um yeah, we'll have to wait and see on that one, but it'll be, be an interesting summer for Leicester. I think there's going to be a big overhaul, but like I said a couple of weeks ago, they've got the young players coming through. If Dewsbury Hall wants to stay, um, I think Chowdhury, I think he's still there, albeit out on loan, but I might be wrong there. But Justin and uh, and players like that have also been coming through recently. So if they stay, they might have a chance next season. Yeah, I, I think for them it's it, the, the key thing now is to find obviously because they're going to be I assume they're going to be looking for a new manager Dean Smith is he still there or is he, was he only there to the end of the season I think he's still there at the moment but I imagine yeah. they will be looking for a new manager yeah because I saw them I saw they were linked with Graham Potter um, but yeah. it's whether you would take that step down I'm, I'm not too sure but like you said I agree I think 
obviously Rogers at the start of the season said that the money wasn't there. So you, you got to think that they're going to have to sell to buy. But even then, sort of, you know, they're going to have to attract sort of the best championship players that they can in, in, in order to to um, to come back up. I, I think out of the the three teams that are going down, I think they'll be the ones that might not make it back up. Yeah, I, I think Leeds have probably got the investment, and I, to be fair, I don't think they're going to lose that many players. Like, I, I think the majority will probably stay for another year, see if they can get back up. And if they don't, then they'll probably leave them. But and again with Southampton, I think they've got such a young squad anyway. I think that they're probably yeah, they're probably set out all right for the championship yeah. to 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 um come straight back up but I mean you know Leicester's a big team to go down you know when you think of what they've sort of accomplished in sort of what the last sort of seven eight years um, I mean winning the Premier League alone I mean it it still stands up there as probably one of the most shocking um, title wins I think that we've probably ever had in England Um certainly think it's the strongest squad <coughs> that have ever been relegated. I mean, I'm just looking at them now. I think Johnny Evans is, is going to leave. We've mentioned Barnes and Madison. I think all Brighton's contract up. Ian Acho, I forgot about him. He probably won't hang around too much. Castagna, I imagine there'll be bids for him. Ricardo Pereira. Um, yeah. And Didi as well. They're, they're all players that in theory, I could see as, as Premier League players. I'd, yeah. yeah. Um, I just I just think selling too many, I think that's where the, the, it's going to be their downfall. But yeah. like you said, I think the two, they're stuck, really. They're stuck in a situation where they're going to have to sell to buy people mm-hmm. to try and compete. But it means they're going to probably have to sell their two best players. And... I think Madison was linked with with Newcastle. I think in January. Yeah. I think the the fee was around about forty million. I think someone can probably pick him up now for about twenty five thirty. Yeah. I think, I think the price probably drops because there'll be Leicester. We, I think it's you know I think people are aware that they're going to need the money, so they probably will. You know they'll get low ball offers, but doesn't necessarily mean they have to accept. But they're going to have to look at contract situations um, and, and things like that. And I think that they'll probably get more for Barnes than what they would for um, Madison. I've just got a feeling that they'd be able to get sort of 30, 35 for him. But he's, he was linked with um, Villa, wasn't he? Yeah, 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 strongly linked with Villa, I think. They were talking so, about earlier today. Yeah, so, I mean, I think... Madison and, and Barnes, I think you'll be seeing them in the in the um, Premier League next season, and I wouldn't. I'd say they'll be in one of the bigger teams in the Premier League as well. Um, I think Madison's a hugely gifted player, isn't he? I mean, yeah. it, it just hasn't it hasn't worked from this season, and you know, for one thing or another. But yeah, I mean. You know their time has come, hasn't it? So <laughs> they um, they're down, and I'm sure you know their fans will stick behind them, and 
Uh, and they'll give it a good go this season, uh, next season, sorry. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was sort of last week. So just quickly, Liam, I've got a few questions for you off the spot um, about sort of next season. Ooh. And do you think Luton can survive next season? Oh, tricky. Um we, we're, we're going to make these predictions already. I'm going to run through the predictions, actually, that we made at the start of last season um, in the second half. Yes, I think they can. I think Luton will stay up. I think their home form will be enough. I think they'll be difficult to play against at Kenilworth Road. And I could see them having a strong home form and, and staying in the league. Have I read somewhere that they might not be playing at that place next season? Is that right? I swear that I read something end of last week saying that they might move to um, do a share with MK Dons. I don't know if that's true or whether that's just a rumour. But apparently they might have to ground share with another team. But I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah, not sure. Okay, if they... they do play at a different stadium, then they, I think they might struggle. I I really want them to do well. But do, do you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of Blackpool. Yeah, it does a little bit. I've got same vibes as Blackpool. And when they came up, I mean, they gave it a good fair go, but it was... They just didn't have the squad for it in the end. And they didn't have the money. And I think even though they've gone up, they'll get a huge amount of money for TV. But it's how much can you sort of put that into the squad. Yeah. And I I just can't see them attracting the type of players that they're probably going to need. To to stay up, I think I think they'll I think no matter where they play, I think they'll go down, and I think they'll I think they'll finish bottom. So, but that was that was sort of the only question that I had. Interesting. It just sprung to mind, but yeah, but yeah, we are going to go through. Um, God, I can't even remember what I what I said. Don't worry, I've got them all written. Yeah. Oh God, this is not going to be good listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that's it for part one. Hello and welcome back to part two of this week's episode. And we are going to go into our predictions that we made um, at the start of the season. And I think it might be painful. I, can, uh, it's, uh, I cannot remember, but go on then. What 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 did we say? It's it's not as bad, I think, as you remember it. Um, I just uh, the first one was who's going to win the title. We both got that absolutely spot on, Manchester City for both of us. Okay. So big points there. You have a few more right. What I'm going to okay. because I've I've made some predictions um, earlier this season that. I I don't I can't remember when everything happened. So for example, the second one was who's the first manager getting sacked? 
we've both gone Jesse Marsh. Now, he, he did get sacked, but I can't remember when. So at least we were right on that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know if he was the first manager to get sacked. I can't quite remember that far back. Um, so we're going to ones that I do know. So who will go down? We couldn't say any promoted championship side. So can you remember who you went for as your tip to go down? Southampton. That was me. I went for Southampton. Um, you went for Brentford. Not good, Chris. Not good. Yeah. Um, oh we had a cracking season. Um, who will be the surprise package? Now, this is interesting. Um, you technically got this right, but for the wrong reason. So, <laughs> do you remember who you put for the surprise I have no idea. You put Spurs. And oh, right. Like, you're right, because they've been so bad, I think. Um, and I went for Aston Villa, and I think, yeah, that's sort Probably of... Probably more than me, yeah. I think. Um, who will be the top goal scorer? you remember who you went for? I would hope I went for Haaland. You did. You went for <coughs> Erling Haaland, and I went for Mo Salah. Um, obviously, two very obvious guesses, but yes, you were right. You won on that one. Um, some curveball questions. How will Yeovil get on? Oh, dear. Um, now, we were both relatively positive about their season, and we drastically overestimated their finishing position. So I went for ninth. And do you know where you had them to end up, Chris? 12th? 11th? 13th, close enough. Oh, it was close, yeah. We both went for mid-table. Um, and, yeah, obviously, yeah. The, the less... Totally wrong. Totally wrong. <laughs> the less said about that, the better. So, will Bristol Rovers survive in League One? You went for no. I went for yes. Did they survive in League One, Chris? I actually can't even remember. They, they probably did. did. They were 17th. They were 17th. Um, yeah, they ended up eight points clear of relegation. So another another point to Liam on that. Um, next one. Will Rotherham not be promoted or relegated <laughs> for the first time in seven years? Now well. you promoted. No, sorry. You said relegated and I said they would stay up. Can we remember what happened to Rotherham? They stayed up. They did stay up. Yes, yeah. they did. They were six points clear of relegation. So another another point for me on that one. But I'm not keeping track um, of any points. Uh, will John Terry finally give up on NFTs? Do you remember NFTs, Chris? It seems like such a well, long... yeah, it was a long time ago now. Yeah, um, yeah. We, I mean, we both said never, but uh, I haven't seen him mention them for quite a while. I don't think I've heard anyone mention the word NFT for a while. No, no, I'm, you know, solely keeping it alive. Um, <laughs> final prediction was just to give me your wildest prediction for next season. Can you remember your wild prediction, Chris? I can't, right? Not a chance. It was that Newcastle will finish lower than 12th. Oh, right, OK, right, can we... <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll, we'll scrap that from the record. What did Five... you say? My prediction, can you remember my prediction, Chris? Oh, what did you say? It was Leicester to finish 15th or below. Well, you got that one right. I've, I've nailed that one as well. Um, so yes. good predictions this year. I think I should probably start um, opening up a betting account or something next season if I'm on that kind of form. Um, but obviously gambling is not good, so I'm not going to do that. Um, 
so yeah, they were the predictions pre-season. We'll have more for next season, um, but I think we'll we'll wait for a transfer window to start and uh, see some teams building up their squads before we start. We need to see who's in and outs first, don't we? Yes, we do. Okay, so we're going to do something a bit different now. Um, Now, we've each, uh, I believe, or hopefully, (laughs) uh, got a list of each other's teams. Uh, yep. So obviously I've got Aston Villa for Liam, Liam's got Chelsea for me, and a list of their registered players. Yeah. And we're going to go through them, and then Liam is going to tell me whether he thinks they should be kept or sold or whatever he wants to do with them. Yeah. Uh, so I'll go through your list first. Um, so these are, I assume, they're the 25, 20 eight registered players or whatever it is they have on the team at the moment. Um, now, some of these could be going out of contract. I don't actually know, um, but you might know. So we'll go with your vice captain first, um, <coughs> Emmy Martinez. Keep all all day long. Best keeper in the world. Happy to have him at Aston Villa. Uh, Matty Cash. Oh, it's already getting a little bit tricky because I think he's probably going to be the one who gets replaced. I think we could do with another right back. So I am going to, I don't, I like him, but I'm going to say sell. Diego Carlos. Tricky because he's been injured. I'm going to give him another season and say keep. Uh, Conza, Ezri Conza. Uh, absolutely keep. Villa fans love him. Um, uh, Tyro Mings. No way is Tyro Mings ever playing for another club. He's been through and through. Keep. Uh, Douglas Louise. Uh, form. Well, he's, he won our Player of the Year, so absolutely keep. His form has been flying since Emery came in, and he's a new player. Um, Captain John McGinn. Uh, I don't know a Villa fan that doesn't love him. Absolutely keep. Next one is Bertrand Torore. Getting a little bit more tricky because I think all Villa fans love him for some really important goals over the last couple of years, especially the one against Leicester this season. But I don't think Emery wants to play with wingers. I am going to go sell. Ollie Watkins. Well, he's just been flying under Emery. I think it would be a shame to bring in another striker to overtake him. So I'm going to say keep. Jed Steer. Uh, he is out of contract, I believe. He's just come up to 10 years at the club. And again, some amazing moments because he won the penalty shootout to get us into the playoff final. So I would love to keep him, but it looks like he's going to be leaving. Uh, Alex Moreno. Uh, yeah, only just signed. Been great since he joined. Unlucky to get injured. I think he's going to be out until sort of part way through next season. But keep him. Cullen Chambers. I think he's run his course. So I'm going to say sell. He's not had much game time recently. So hopefully we can get a couple of million for him. So yeah, I'm going to sell. I uh, shit. Um... I'm assuming this one's probably a contract one. Ashley Young? Uh, yeah, he's been let go. Um, but I think, yeah, a lot of Villa fans were quite disappointed to see him go. I'd like to keep him as a 
coach or maybe like something to do with the youth team or something like that. But yeah, he's not going to be playing for his next season, I don't think. Okay, this one I've not heard of before. John Duran? John. Yeah, so yeah. he signed in January. He's only young, um, oh, right. made a handful of sub appearances, but not really done much. I think, can I, rather than keep or sell, can I loan him out? You can loan him out if you want. I'm going to say loan him out because I think he's got a okay. future, but yeah, he needs a bit of game time. Uh, Philippe Coutinho. Difficult because. We all know what kind of player he can be, and he struggled a bit with injuries. I would like to give him another year just to see if Emery can get the best out of him. He's obviously been out injured while Emery's been here, so I will say keep. Robin Olsen. Definitely get rid. He's not done particularly well when he's played, <laughs> unfortunately. So, well, yeah. That was a bit. Was... Yeah. Uh, Lucas Dinier. Uh, yeah, interesting, because I don't think he'll be happy playing back up to Moreno, but now Moreno's injured, I think he... Um, but if Moreno was fit, then I would say he'd probably want to leave. Uh, Leon Bailey? Yeah, he's just not quite done it since he's joined. I think we're all excited by him when we signed him, but I think yeah, he doesn't really fit Emery's system, although he has had quite a bit of game time, but I think sell. Dendonka? Probably sell. He's just not been great. He's not had much game time, to be fair. But yeah, he's. I don't think he's a, a an Emery type player. So I think get rid of him. How many goalkeepers you got signed? There's another goalkeeper. Oh god, this one's not going to be good. <laughs> the the Sinisalo. Yeah, he's only. I think he's only he must be young because I've never yeah. even heard of him. Uh, yeah, he's been on the bench a couple of times. He, he went out on loan, and then I think we brought him back. Um, early this season uh, but yeah I'll keep him give him a bit more time just realised I missed one out uh, Buendia uh, oh, tricky with Buendia I, I will say keep um, I think it's going to be a choice between Buendia or Coutinho though uh, so I, I would like to keep them both but I think um, yeah one or the other is going to leave uh, Jacob Ramsey oh, keep him 100% Villa through and through he's better than Jack Grealish uh, Bubakar Kamara uh, uh, Yeah, he's been great this season One of our better players, 100% keep Okay, uh, Morgan Sanson Always, oh, yeah, I think he's been out on loan I don't really yes, know yeah. what he's done But yeah, I think he, he knows his time's up So, uh, so the, these next few are the ones who are registered for you But they are out on loan Okay, cool. Uh, so he's at Strasbourg at the moment, says it. Yeah. Uh, oh, your favourite, Wesley. Our oh, big Wes. I think, we're, again, Villa fans will always have a bit of a soft spot for him. He wasn't lucky with injuries, but yeah, his time's come. I think I'd sell. Okay, we've got two left. Uh, marvellous. Oh, yes. Obviously got a loot and promoted, didn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. Difficult, because again, he's put in some really good performances, but Loan him back out, maybe? I think he's just too old to be loaned out, so I think he's going to want to leave permanently, personally. And I think if we could get somewhere around £10 million for him, or near what we paid for him, then we'll have got our money's worth. Maybe Luton will buy him, maybe. Yeah, maybe they will. Yeah, he's done well for them, so why not? Um, last one is Courtney House. I forgot he was a Villa player. He is, he's at Watford at the moment. He's, he's coming back, though. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I think that says it all. I think, yeah, I, I forgot that he would be coming back, to be fair. But, you know, scored a goal at Old Trafford for us, so we'll always fondly remember him. But, yeah, I think he's going to need to leave to get first team football. That's it. That's, that's, yeah, that's your squad. Yeah. Yeah, it's not as big as yours. Yeah, uh, I was about to say, we, we probably should. <laughs> I'm I'm not going to surprisingly I'm not going to go through your lone players. Um, well, I'll try. We'll see if we. See I'll if we be have... quick. I'll be quick with them. Okay. Um, I'm right. Ruthless. I'm going to see if I can go in position order because that's how I got it. Oh, go for it. Yeah. So, um, Kepper wouldn't have said this at the start of the season, but keep. Interesting. Thought that was definitely going to be a get rid. Um, well, he, he, he did get a save of the season, so got to keep him now. <laughs> um, Marcus Bettinelli. Uh, keep. Keeping Marcus Bettinelli. Yeah. Uh, you've got quite a few keepers as well. Uh, Edouard Mendy. Well. Out. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah too, too many mistakes this season. Clearly not, fa- clearly not favoured at the moment either, so you might as well just sell him. I, I think I think he, from what I've heard, he he might be part of a deal to bring Anana in, so potentially. So interesting. Um, final goalkeeper Gabriel Slimina. Yeah, no, keep. He's um, he's playing in the under twenty World Cup at the moment for USA. Conceded his first goal last night in five games as well. So no, keep. He's one for the future. He's a future one. You, you do have three of the goalkeepers on the books under contract. They are Nathan Baxter, Jamie Cumming, and Teddy Sharman Lowe. Um, fair enough. Right, on to defenders. Yeah. Um, Benoit Badiashile. Yeah, Keith. He's only a recent signing. Yeah, the thing is, a lot of these are going to be sort of they bought in, in January, so they'll have to keep. Yeah, that massive January spending really went up. Um, I know the answer to this one. Number six, Thiago Silva. Absolutely right. You uh, walk the clock back twenty years on him, and then keep for another twenty years. He's still a defender, isn't he? Um, Say that he's our best defender at thirty-eight. Yeah, yeah. It, it says something. So. Yeah. Um, Trevor Shalabar. Uh, loan. Loan. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know how old he is. I can't click on 20, him. He's 21, 22. Oh, okay, fair enough. So he has got it. Still, yeah. Um, ben Chilwell next. Keep. Thought so. And I'm guessing the same for Reese James. Keep, yeah, yeah. Kalidou Koulibaly. Tricky. Uh, keep. Keep. Well, he's had his critics this year. Um, Deja Aspilicueta, we obviously know, but uh, he's, he's well. He, he's still under. He's still got a year left. But the way that on the last game, it looked like he was he was going. So sell. Cucurella. Ah, oh, so torn with this guy. If it helps, so, so many mistakes. Yeah. He has been awful for you this season. Uh, I can't see that. I, I, I'd look at the option to sell, but I think that I think that because he's only been there a year, we'll have to keep. 
Wesley Fofana. Yeah, Kate. Absolutely. Um, you do have Alfie Gilchrist on your players under contract. Yeah, he, he was actually part, he was he was sub for the last few games, but yeah, yeah, keep all loan, don't matter. Um, so your other other defenders under contract. I'm just going to reel them all off. Um, I know you're going to highlight one to sell and the others to loan out. So Henry Lawrence, Ian Matson, Sam McClelland, and Baba Rahman. Well, Baba Rahman, he's still there. He's still there. <laughs> um, he must be out of contract, so I'd let him go. And that that Matson, he's done well, uh, hasn't he? Burnley. He, I think I've I've heard that. I think they're negotiating with Burnley for a, a, a sell on that one. So, and you've obviously got some actually good defenders out on loan. Uh, Ethan Ampadu. Yeah, I, I, I thought that they were going to keep him this season. He's been on loan in Italy, hasn't he? So, yeah. Levi. Uh, who's that? Sorry. Levi Colwell. Oh yeah, he's been at Brighton, and I think they'll sell him. Malo Gusto. Yeah, they signed him in January, loaned him, out to, loaned him back to Lyon, I think. Um, Bashir Humphreys, who I've not heard of. Uh, he's supposed to be quite good, but he'll probably go back out on loan, so yeah. Your final defender out on loan is Malang Sar. Sal. Sal Malang Sar, interesting. Okay, now, now for the big one, midfielders. You've got a lot of them, so strap in. <laughs> um, first one. Enzo Fernandez. Okay. Angolo Kante. Keep. Have to think about that one then. Yeah, I'm just I. Yeah, I, we, I haven't really seen. He haven't really played at all this year. I, we've missed him, so yeah, keep. Yeah, been a big loss. Um, Matteo Kovacic. This this is a weird one because I, I I I think when he plays, I think he plays quite well for us, but. I think they're keen to sell, and I think if the price is right, sell. Christian Pulisic. Sell. Ruben Loftus-Cheek. I, I I would have said sell. I, it looks like he's going. Again, he was another one at the end of the game on uh, last Sunday where it looked like he'd probably been already told that he'd be, he'd be sold, so... Yeah, I think it's been a quite a long time. It's, been, it's just been loaned out so many times, hasn't he? Yeah, the, the, in, injuries have just affected him. Yeah. So he, was so, he was so good before he got that real bad injury. I remember him playing for England. Yeah. He, he, looked, like, he looked like he was going to be part of that team in the future, and then he got injured and then just didn't recover. Uh, your next one, Mason Mount. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Not, Interesting. Not season, has he? No. And... From what I'm hearing, he's not going to sign a new contract. So I would sell because they could still get some decent money for him. Yeah, I think there's. I've seen a lot of teams interested. So. Pains me to say it, but I, I don't think he'll stay. Uh, next one, Hakim Ziyech. He, he was pretty much sold in January, but it didn't go through to sell. Conor Gallagher. I'll keep. Yeah, he's, he's obviously shown real. He's been, he's been since Lampard's been there. He's been the only, he's been one of very few that have actually fought pretty hard. To be fair. Fair enough. Fair enough. A good keep for next year. Um, Kai Havertz next. 
upkeep. And then your £100,000 a week man, Carney Chukwameka. Yeah, keep. <laughs> Mate, he went through. He went through fits and starts the team. I mean, he'll yeah, come good. He will. He, come. he he got a good run under Potter, and then sort of after Christmas, it just fell off for some reason. And then sort of when Lampard came back in, he started. He started like two, three games in a row, and I thought I think he's really good. I think on the ball, he is, he's so yeah. he's so good. Yeah, and he, he's deceivingly really quick as well. Yeah, he's a good size as well. Yeah. For like he, he just reminds me, I've said this before, but he just reminds me of Pogba. I don't know why. Yeah. Just the, the playing style just reminds me of Pogba. Yeah. Um, getting towards the sort of tail end of the midfielders now, Amari Hutchinson is next. Uh, keep or loan. And finally, Lewis Hall. Uh, keep, yeah. He's played some... Like a good couple of games recently, hasn't he? So he's, a miss, he's been playing at le, he's been playing left wing back, but he is he is actually a midfielder. Yeah. Um, other players under contract are Tino Angerin and Cesare Casaday. Yeah. So Angerin, I I think they'll probably sell or let him go. That that Italian guy, you just saw Casadi or whatever his name is. Yeah. He's play, he's playing in the under twenty World Cup as well, but he. He is one for the future, from what I'm hearing. So, keep. You've also got two midfielders out on loan. Tiemu Bakayoko is still a Chelsea player. God's sake. So. And um, you, I think you bought him in January. Andre Santos. Uh, yeah, keep. He's, he's another one. I think half this squad are playing at the under-20 uh, <laughs> yeah. World Cup he, at the moment. He's meant to be a real talent, I've heard. Really yeah, fun. no, he is... Um, he scored. He has scored quite a few goals for Brazil as well. So um, they will probably loan him out. I would have thought next season. Interesting. Right. Uh, forwards now. Got, you, you've actually, yeah, I've got quite a few because it includes. Wings. Say none, none of them actually bloody strikers. I, I know none of them are. Um, Abamyang is though. What are you doing with him? Well, I think so. if they don't, if they can't sell him, they'll let him go. Yeah. Um, it looks like Jao Felix is going back to Atletico Madrid, but if you could yeah, talk... no, they've they've said it, it's not going to happen. So so yeah, no, send him back. Send him back. Uh, Michaelo Mudrick. Keep. Too expensive to get rid of. Raheem Sterling. Keep. Uh, next is the man who I thought might get a go this season, but for some reason hasn't, Armando Broga. He's been injured. Oh, has he? Fair enough. Yeah, yeah he D breaks ankle or something. I'll oh, keep, keep him. Keep him. <laughs> strikers if we can have to. <laughs> um, next forward, uh, David Datro Fafana. Yeah, he's young. Young, keep. Young. Um, Noni Madueke. Keep. Um, I thought he. I thought he's been better than Madrid, actually. Yeah, he, he has played well the last couple of games. He scored his first goal, didn't he, quite recently? So yeah, he did. Um, yeah. But that is your forwards. Um, you have none other under contract, but you do have two out on loan. Uh, so we might as well end it with these two. What Just for one out on loan? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll finish with him. Um, first of all, what are you doing with Hudson Odoi? Uh, I think he'll go. I think I think we've bought in too many players that play in his position. Yeah. I he's just don't think he'll get back into the squad. I think he'll go 
I think he'll probably he'll either go back to Leverkusen where he's been out on loan for for good, or he'll find somewhere in the Premier League. Yeah, I was just looking at how he's done at Leverkusen. It's fourteen games and no goals, so maybe yeah. he's been injured or something. But um... yeah. no, I I I I think if they can get something for him, Salah. Someone could pick up a good player there. I think. He's just... Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's it's just it's just it's just an overcrowded position for us. And finally, the big man himself. Uh, what are you doing with Lukaku? This is a, this is a strange one. I think if if we buy another striker, he will have to he will have to go. I I. I can't see him wanting to be a backup for someone that Pochettino wants to bring in. Uh, I'm seeing Lataro Martinez's name be um, mentioned. Um, so yeah, it, it's really going to depend on their their thoughts. Personally, it's a tough one. Because we ain't going to get the money that we paid for him. No, not a chance. So, I mean, we paid something like 90-odd million for him. If we got, if someone came in and said 60, I would say take. And I would go as low as if someone said 50, I would take it. Anything less, I would keep him. And just find something for him to do. Because he can score. That's the yeah. thing. Like... In situations this season where the build-up, we've built up so well, we've just not had someone to actually finish. Yeah. The amount of chances he could have had, whether he would have taken them or not, you know, we won't know. But you just, I just thought this season we've just missed that clinical sort of striker. Yeah. And, and someone, someone in that in that team could have had a field day playing up front for us because. They would have scored at least fifteen goals in and, the Premier League this season. But. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned bringing a striker in, and I'm looking at Lukaku's stats. He stats-wise, he is the person that you're looking for. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Every season he's played over thirty games, he's scored double figures. Even what is considered a, a bad season, he got fifteen goals for you. Um, yeah. Last year, this season, arguably, I think you know people have taken a bit more notice, and he's had a bit less criticism. He's only got thirteen goals for Inter Milan this season. Yeah, and he was injured for two months of that as well. So uh, yeah, he has played a bit less than um, than he did for Chelsea, but it's only nine games less than he. Yeah, played. I just. Yeah, it's um, it's it's a tough it's a tough one because I, I it's whether Pochettino can trust him to score yeah. goals. And whether you can trust the attitude, I didn't. I mean, the thing is, we're going to have to spend a considerable amount of money to bring in a, a decent striker. You're looking at least fifty, sixty million. Yeah. On a striker, when you've paid ninety million for a striker only two, three seasons ago, mm. who has proven that he can score goals. It it seems silly that we're even considering the fact that he might not even be first choice when, like you said, when you look at his record, yeah, it's really not that bad. No, not at all. 
Manchester United, and that's we'll see. Pochettino's surely going to have a list of players that he would like. I mean, Harry Kane's probably at the top of that list, but I've literally, I think I mentioned it to you earlier, and since then, I've, all I've been hearing is Real Madrid are going to sign him or whatever, but I, I just got a feeling that he he'll either he won't go abroad he'll either run his contract out and then move to another Premier League team or they'll sell him to another Premier League team but you're going to be paying at least 90 million I think for him yeah when you could potentially get him on a free if you wait another year I mean he's 29 yeah I mean it's a lot of money for a 29 year old but then you're paying for a 29 year old that can score 20 plus goals a season so yeah. I don't know I mean if he went out to Real Madrid he'd probably have a field day over there to be fair yeah. I mean yeah. he'd score yeah. fun but I, I, I can't I can't see Chelsea paying the money that they'd want for him and I just I just although we've got Pochettino I just I still don't think that would be enough for him to leave Tottenham I think he. I think he probably feels he doesn't owe them anything. No, not at all. But he, I think, I think he wants you know the Tottenham Tottenham fans to understand that you know he can't keep going on without winning a trophy. He needs to win something by the time you know, he he retires. And, you know, and there's other teams out there that he can go to that he can do that within a season. He could do that. So, I mean. He's just got to look at Steven Gerrard and just think, you know, he ne- you know, Gerrard never won that Premier League title. Yeah. Um, does he want to not, you know, it's probably different for him as well because Gerrard won Champions League, he won yeah. FA Cup, he won, you know, Carabao Cup, but Harry Kane's literally won nothing at Tottenham. Yeah. So. He's going to um, want. Something. There's going to be serious conversations had, and, and Levy will probably say, you know, if if such an if a team, you know, if Real Madrid come in eighty million, you know, we'll we'll sell you. But he's probably also saying, you know, if you want to move within the Premier League, you're going to have to add on ten twenty million to that asking price because there's no way that we're going to sell you, you know, to another Premier League club without it being sort of triple figures. Yeah. That would be my sort of understanding of the situation. I don't think that the last thing Levy wants is to sell him to a to a rival. Yeah. But I think there's probably a figure in his mind that he would do it because he knows that in twelve months' time Harry Kane can he can just leave for nothing. Yeah. Um and Harry he and Kane probably doesn't want it to come to that. He's probably thinking that he wants to leave on his own terms, and if he wants to leave this season, he wants to leave. I think yeah. Spurs have been have been spoiled with the amount of goals he has scored, and to think how many goals he has scored, yeah. and they've not won anything, it's just it's absurd, really, when you think about it. Yeah, it is. He's he is probably going to end up the Premier League all time goal scorer. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, he keeps going, obviously, at this rate. So honestly, it, I, I don't think. I don't think Haaland will catch him. No, I don't, no, I don't no. think Haaland will will stay. No, he won't. I think him, no. I think Haaland will stay two, three seasons at City maximum, and he'll want to do. He'll want to go and conquer another 
league. Yeah, I got his um, so, Madrid or Barcelona. Yeah, I yeah. don't. He yeah. won't have that longevity that Kane, you no. know, will have. So, yeah. So yeah, that's my opinion. I I don't think he. I think if you know, I, the thing is, it's not going to be Man City either. So if he wants to go to the Premier League. But he doesn't want to come to London. It will be. It will have to be Man United. Yeah. So, I think if he if he does go in the Premier League, it will be Man United. And if he does go abroad, it will be Real Madrid. Yeah. But Real Madrid want to sign Bellingham as well. So that's a lot of money. But I see they they let Hazard go, didn't they? And I mean they let Benzema go as well. So well, I don't think they let Benzema go. I think he's probably told them that he's he's had enough. And he wants to go. Yeah. And I think that Marco Asensio is joining PSG that I saw. So they are they are sort of probably gaining wages from yeah. letting Benzema Hazard go. Or they're getting a fair chunk. But yeah. interesting to see where Hazard goes from now. Yeah, and um, and Villa were apparently in the running for Asensio. Obviously, as soon as PSG came in, that all disappeared. But um, yeah, he was rumoured. I think right. he made contact and we had a deal agreed. With with Madrid, obviously not with him, and then yeah, he's gone to PSG. So we'll be interesting. It's nice to know that we're aiming high. Put it that way. So well, in, yeah, yeah. Ahead. Okay, uh, quiz. I'm, yes, let's do it. Last so, quiz of the series. Well, along that theme, I thought last quiz of the series. So this quiz is going to be about legendary last day drama, as we've just. Lovely. A relatively dramatic final day in the Premier League. Um, so, ten questions. I expect you to do pretty well. I've got to be honest. On this one. It's not the most difficult quiz I've put together. Um, but we shall see. Question number one. On the final day of the 2005 season, West Brom secured a miraculous survival by beating Portsmouth 2-0 at Hawthorns. Can you name either goal scorer that day? 2005. It was the Christmas miracle where they were the first team bottom at Christmas who survived relegation. Oh, Christmas miracle. I do like a Christmas miracle. We all love a Christmas miracle. Oh, I mean, uh, West Brom 2005. This is probably one of the more difficult questions, I think. The only player that I can remember was Zoltan Gera, uh, but it's probably not him, but I'll go with him. I can't remember. Uh, it was not Zoltan Gera. You could have had either Jeff Horsfield or Kieran Richardson. Kieran Richardson scoring the second goal that day. That must have been pre. That must have been after he played for Man United. Because he played for Man United, didn't he? Yeah, I think he was on loan at them. Um, mm, okay. At that point. Um, right. Yeah, um, they scored the goals to keep them in the Premier League. Um, Question number two, you'll love this one. Spurs missed out on a Champions League spot in 2007 by losing 2-1 at West Ham. What food did they blame this defeat on? What food? Now, I I vaguely remember didn't half the team come down with with food poisoning or something. It did indeed. Mystery food. What food? Could it have been? Ah, blimey. Um, I 
can own... Oh, I have no idea. I Fish. I don't know. Oh, no. It was a dodgy lasagna. Dodgy? How, it, how do you get... I don't know. They insisted... Dodgy lasagna? Oh, how can you not... Oh, whatever. I don't know. They, they insisted that the lasagna had given them all food poisoning. And to this day, you can, if you want to, I think, buy a dodgy lasagna on a football manager. And it makes the other team ill, apparently. Um, that's if you want to play the game that way. Obviously, we play it properly. Um, I thought you would get that, to be honest. But oh, I could not remember. Just because it was Spurs and it was funny. Um, but never mind. On to question number three. Uh, Sergio, Sergio Aguero scored what is probably the most famous late winner to give Man City the title in 2012. But who did Manchester United beat that day that made them think they'd won the title? Oh, I think I know this one. I will. I tell you what. I'll give you. It was. It was, it was Sunderland. It was. It was Sunderland, and I will give you a bonus point if you can tell me what the score was. One nil. It was Sunderland. It was one nil. Correct. Two points. You're back in the game. Um, question number four. In 2008, Middlesbrough thrashed Manchester City in the final game of the season. What was the score that day? Um, 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 it was six nil. Close. It was eight one. Eight one. Yes, it was eight one indeed. I think uh, someone got sent off to Man City. I think it was Richard Dunn or something. And then yeah, it was a bit mm. eight one. Uh, obviously, that was before all the money came in. Um, question number five. Yeah, I just lost where we were for a minute. Uh, in two thousand and eleven. The winners of the League Cup, Birmingham City, were relegated after losing 2-1 to a last-minute goal from which Spurs striker. You do have options for this. Oh, right. So is it A, Roman Pavlyuchenko, B, Louis Sahar, or C, Mido? Hmm. Hmm. Last minute goal, so it's Pavlichenko, Saha, Mido, or Saha. And it's in 2011. So 2011 would have been sort of Crouch and Defoe. I don't think Louis Saha was that. I'll go, I think it's, um, the, the, Russian guy, Pavlyuchenko. Correct. It is indeed Roman Pavlyuchenko in one of his few goals for Spurs um, on that day that relegated Birmingham in the last minute, hence including that in this quiz. Um, question number six. In Sir Alex Ferguson's final ever game, Manchester United drew five all with West Bromwich Albion. Which striker scored a hat-trick that day? I know, I know this one. I've literally just spoken about him. We have indeed, yes. Um, yeah, Lukaku. It was indeed. Romelu Lukaku. Um, yeah, with a hat-trick for West Brom. Uh, question number seven. Stephen Gerrard's last ever game for Liverpool ended in a 6-1 defeat to which team? Oh, Stoke. It was indeed Stoke oh, City. Yeah, I remember that one as well. I know. I, I included that one because I saw an interview. I think with I think it was with Ryan Shawcross recently, who said that they spent the entire half time just laughing in their changing room, which I thought was quite mean. But 
yeah, there you go. Um, question number eight. In 2007, Carlos Tevez saved West Ham at Old Trafford by scoring the only goal of the game. Which team subsequently were awarded £20 million in compensation due to the third-party ownership of Tevez and Mascherano? Sheffield United. Correct, it was indeed. Sheffield United, who successfully sued to get £20 million. Um, I think they'd probably have rather stayed in the Premier League. But yeah, staying in the Premier League worth about probably about ten times more than that. Yeah. yeah, it would have been. But yeah, they got £20 million due to that. Um, question number nine. Uh, this one's quite a, a little bit of a difficult one. But if you know it, it's quite funny. Um, in 1996... Which team thought they were safe and proceeded to take the ball into the corner flag only to find out they'd been given false information about scores in other games? Uh, if you haven't heard of this before, by the way, it's definitely this, worth a Google because my... there's video footage of it. Um, and, and yeah, it's just it's just quite yeah, quite funny. Uh, I, I yeah, think I've Frank or sorry. I think I've I've I think I've seen this before. And I think subsequently I've actually looked I've seen this story because it was on when I was doing a quiz and I was putting some questions together and I think I saw this one. I think is it Manchester City? It is Manchester City, yes. And the footage is quite funny of Niall Quinn just going absolutely ballistic on is the sideline when they realised they'd got the wrong score and they had to... Oh, oh. that's embarrassing. Uh, yeah, subsequently went down. Did, um, did you see the story about in Germany, something similar happened Yes. this season where <laughs> the, the fans run on the pitch and then the team that they were... Um, I think it was Heidenhelm scored in the last, like in the dying seconds of injury time. Yeah. And it meant, um, Ham, it was Hamburg, wasn't it? it yeah. And they have to go into a playoff to go up. Yeah. Which they have subsequently lost, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a, that's a, tra- a tragedy as far yeah. as. A kick in the teeth. Um, final question for you. Question number 10. In the year 2000, which team did Bradford beat 1-0 to secure survival in the Premier League on the final day of the season? Oh, oh this is just going to be a guess. This is going to be a guess. Leeds. Oh, I thought you were going to go with it then. It's Liverpool. Oh, it's close. You got the L bit right. So, um, yeah, not too bad. Uh, you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven... Seven out of, I'm going to say seven out of ten because I gave you a point. Yeah, why not? Not bad going there. Cool. Right, who am I? Not That's not like I'm asking who. Um, every, every week I just want to go your crest, but I, I control myself. Control yourself. Um, now, there it is. I'm not avoiding it. I've got it written down somewhere. So, um, it's a short one. But I think you'll probably get it. Retired, by the way. I forgot to say. Retired. So, um, started at New Old Boys. Right. Then moved to Espanol. 
And then from PSG went to Bordeaux and then retired at Espanol. This is tricky. So Argentinian who went to Espanol and then PSG and then Bordeaux and then back to Espanol. Yes. Okay. Argentinians for PSG, that's got to be the, the big clue because there haven't been too many. Obviously, it's not Messi. Obviously, it's not Di Maria. And other than that, I'm struggling. Lavezzi, but no, it's not him. Other than that, I'm struggling with Argentinians that play for PSG. And Espanol as well. Espanol's an odd Spanish team to sort of bookend spells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I've got, I can give you clues. I, can... I think I'm going to need a clue, yeah. Okay, the, the one clue, I've got three or four for you, but the first clue is of the four teams that I listed, um, he's managed two of them. Okay, I think I've been thinking of the wrong time period. I was, I was thinking fairly recent, but I think it was probably about twenty years ago that he was at PSG. Tired. Um, he left PSG in two thousand and three. So. Bot on 20 years ago. Um, so I think it is the new Chelsea manager, Maurizio Pochettino. Correct. Yeah. So he actually played... Um, he actually was at Espanyol three times. One of So when he was at Bordeaux, uh, they loaned him out second season. And then halfway through the season, he actually ended up signing for Espanyol again. So he actually played nearly 300 games for Espanyol. Blimey. He'd like his time there then. He played 153 games for New All Old Boys. He was there for five seasons. Um, and he was at PSG for two seasons. And yeah, he was um, Ar- in the Argentina squad. He was. He played quite oh. well. Oh, he, he didn't play for, for Argentina as much as I thought he did. I thought he... he was over sort of fifty caps, but he only played twenty. But yeah, I don't, I don't really. I was thinking that PSG, as in, played for them since the money had come in. I didn't think it was, you know, back yeah. in early early noughties. So that threw me. But I've been thinking of a different time period. I might. Have well, he was. He was. Um, he was chosen um, as part of the two thousand two World Cup squad. Um. And the manager was Bielsa at the time. Oh, I th- didn't yeah, he, yeah. he give away the penalty that Beckham scored? He did, yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. It says, it says Pochettino's most newsworthy highlight from the competition <laughs> was when he brought down um, Michael Owen inside the box and David Beckham can... Um, nice. That's not... Is. If that's your highlight to a competition, it's not... Yeah, I mean, it's not good, really... But... Uh, 
Not really a mess, but yeah, no, Bielsa was the manager at that World Cup, so yeah. he picked him. Um, well, he was, he was at PSG at the time, so, um, but, um, Pochettino, if you didn't know, he's also the soccer aid manager, one of the soccer aid managers this. Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah, so, um, he's doing that. I think, yeah, I think Harry Redknapp's the manager, so he's doing the rest of the world, so. Maybe he's going to scout some players for us. I might play for cheap. You never know. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. No, I I forgot. You do forget when a manager's really successful that they they probably did have a playing career at some point. Yeah, he had a a huge, like, considering sort of 2006 he retired, he was, you know, 20... No, about 18 years he was about for. Yeah. Um, he didn't get into management straight away. He, he did manage Espanyol three years later after he retired. And that was his first job. Yeah. And that's when he got picked up by Southampton. Interesting. Yeah, because he's obviously known for being a great manager these days. You kind of forget that he did have a, a pretty decent career. It looks so. like he was pretty solid. Yeah. I mean, he scored quite a few goals as well. So... Yeah. Right. Anything else, then? No, just, just bring on the new season. Let's look forward to Thursday nights. Can't wait. Uh, yeah. Um, what day of the week are you playing on, Chris? Saturdays. Oh, three o'clock. No, just the Saturdays. Come. <laughs> just Saturday at three o'clock. Um, might might be picked occasionally on TV. You never know. Um, who Did knows? That- don't tend to pick mid-table teams, I'm afraid, mate. Yeah. It's pretty boring. Less and less, I mean, next season. <laughs> Probably good for me to get out and about. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so that's it for this season. Um, I guess we'll be back in August, I guess, for the new season. Yeah. Uh, maybe a few weeks before the new season starts so we can get some predictions together and, and all that jazz. So, yeah. So, yeah, we'll see you then.